In the United States, June is recognized as Pride Month, a month in which we celebrate those in the LGBTQIA community. Now, this year isn't just like any other Pride Month, but for me it's a little special. I guess it's the one where I'm coming out to everybody. This is Trauma Bonding. Hello, and welcome back to Trauma Bonding. So if the opening or the title of the episode didn't capture your attention, this is a very special episode of Trauma Bonding. For those who already knew this little secret I've been keeping, it's not a huge surprise. But I figured with the platform that I have now and the opportunity that I have to reach people I've never been able to reach before, I should do something with it. This isn't me stepping up on a soapbox or making myself into a martyr because there are people out there who cannot do this and will not do this for a very long time. And it, this isn't to coax people out of the closet. This isn't to make them want to come out if that's something they do not want to do, it's a chance for them to feel like they're not alone. I know people say that all the time, like, you're not alone, there's people out there going through the same thing, and there are. I'm someone that <laughs> no one expected to come out of the closet. So this is me, and I'm bisexual. I'm not just going to talk about myself during this, but I really want to highlight when and how I came out. I've actually been out to a lot more people than you'd probably imagine for about two years now. The first person that I came out to was one of my closest friends. Her name is Peyton. She'll probably be on future episodes. She is a very strong advocate of just being who you are, unapologetically being you. It was actually National Coming Out Day of 2018, and I had had a really rough day, and I asked Peyton if we could just go for a drive. And she was like, oh yeah, totally. So we're walking out to her car, and I said, do you know what day it is? And she goes, um, it's like a Thursday, right? It was like the middle of the week. And I said, um, yeah, but like, do you know what day it is? And she goes, it's National Coming Out Day, isn't it? And I said, yeah. And she goes, oh, okay, cool. And I said, so that's what I'm doing. She said, what are you doing? She kind of looked at me and her jaw dropped. And she was like, really gave me a big hug. It made me feel like the things that I was saying were really getting to her. And the fact that this new part of myself had opened up to her, she was very appreciative of. So then we went to <laughs> the gas station and got a bunch of snacks and we drove around for a couple hours and we just talked. After I told Peyton, I told a couple other friends and most of these friends were already a part of the LGBTQ community and they were already very out and very proud of who they were. Then I felt the need to tell my mother because growing up, she and my dad were always 100% real with my brother and my sister and I about religion and sexuality and their motto was be whoever you want to be, we don't care. Growing up, I heard if you're gay, it's fine or if you want to be a part of this religion, it's fine because they never forced anything on us and that's something that I will always be super appreciative of. I told my mom that I was bisexual. I don't remember when, where, or how I did it, but it was it was something that wasn't a huge deal to her because I'm still me at the end of the day. I'm still her daughter and that is something that I am the most grateful for and something that I know a lot of people don't get from their parents when they come out. Ever since then, I've been finding the people that I feel the most comfortable with to tell and it's not because I don't think that people will accept me because I I have plenty of friends and family and I don't, if the people who don't accept me don't need to stay around. That's kind of the conclusion that I've come to. But being a part of the LGBTQ community in general is very hard. The thing that I get the most from people that I tell is, oh, well, you like boys more, right? So that's kind of the problem that I've run into because I have mostly dated men, but I have dated women too. I will say I maybe have come out to about 20 people total. It's gonna reach quite a few more ears than I probably know that it will, but you never know who you might reach. And I think that's always something to keep in mind when you are being yourself and representing yourself. 
there's a good and a bad way to represent yourself. And I don't think that anyone should ever feel like the wrong way of representing yourself is by being who you are. So if you know me personally and you're offended by the fact that I like men and women, then I don't really care to have you a part of my life. Being who I am is a lot more important than pleasing people. Do I have family members that are gonna hear this or see this and think less of me? Absolutely. Do I have friends who will probably not talk to me or look at me the same way? Probably, but I don't really care. I'm not doing this for me. I'm not doing this for my benefit. I'm doing this because I know there are people out there who can't do this. And the people who are able to come out and be 100% themselves are so brave. And we should not be knocking that down. That is something that a lot of people can't do. For almost 20 years of my life, I wasn't able to do it. And I didn't know that I was bisexual for most of my life until I got to like the end of high school, early college, when I started realizing that maybe I wasn't just into guys. Maybe I did kind of like girls. I'm doing this because I'm tired of hearing the stigmas and I'm tired of hearing people say that it doesn't matter and that equality isn't about sexual orientation because it 100% is. I'm doing this for the kids who in five or 10 or 15 years want to come out or need to come out because being in the closet and keeping something like that from people, as hard as it might not seem, is really hard. There's many occasions where I've been with someone of the same sex and we've been on a date or we've been together and I've had to like work around it with people that I know that aren't aware that I'm out. People who are also of the same sexual orientation or a part of the LGBTQIA community understand 100% that walking around people and maneuvering around situations to avoid that awkward conversation of, yeah, I date girls and guys, or I date the same sex, or I don't date, that conversation's hard to have. And are there people out there who have told me that this is just me experimenting in college, or that it's a cry for help, or, you know, those really dumb excuses, the things that try to help them validate my sexual orientation. Those things are probably the craziest for me. I've heard so many people say that being bisexual is you not fully wanting to commit to being gay, or maybe the boys don't like you so you give a chance to the girls because because you don't want to be alone. Like, that's so dumb. Listening to someone say that makes my brain hurt. I don't see the point in telling someone that you're bisexual or gay or asexual just for fun. Who does that? I'm doing this for all of the guys and all of the girls and all of the non-binary individuals who in high school could not be themselves. I know so many people who came out after high school because it felt safe. And I know that there were so many kids in high school who bullied people because they thought they were gay. And it blows my mind how far we've come and how far we still have yet to go. And I wish that the world were a little more different. I wish that the world was a little more accepting and a little more open, but we're also much better than we were even 20 years ago. This is much more of a world that I would want to bring children into than the world that I grew up in. Because while there were many gay icons and many people to look up to for the LGBTQIA community, it didn't seem achievable. It didn't seem attainable. It didn't seem real. And when I realized that I didn't just like men, I didn't feel like it was fair for me to put myself into this community, if that makes sense. I felt like maybe I wouldn't be accepted into this community because I had mostly dated men. It always, to me, felt like a competition of, well, how many girls have you dated or how many guys have you dated? That's not what it is. If I tell someone who is a part of the LGBTQIA community that I am bisexual, I'm validated and my existence has no lesser meaning than them. That's not what it was made out to me as a kid to be. They made it seem like sexuality was a spectrum and sexuality is not a spectrum. Sexuality is this huge, very misunderstood circle and there's no right or wrong place to be on it. There's no middle ground. There's no nothing. I don't know, being an adult, my adult mindset on things 
has given me a lot of perspective and a lot of clarity on things that used to really cloud my mind. And that's another reason I really wanted to make this episode to just talk it out with myself and with you guys, because even if you don't support the LGBTQI community, I don't see any reason to hate on it. I don't see the reason or the thought behind hating on someone because of who they want to love or who they don't want to love. At the end of the day, you should be taking care of yourself. This advice doesn't just go to the people who want to hate on people of other sexual orientations, but also to the people of those other sexual orientations. Whether you don't feel comfortable around your church family, your immediate family, your school family, your friends, whoever it is, you don't necessarily have to tell them these things that you think inside your head or these things that you feel in your heart, but caring about what they think shouldn't matter. Caring about what they feel shouldn't matter because at the end of the day, your feelings are more important than anybody else's. And I know that's me preaching to the choir here, but it's true. I have very specific family members who, when they hear this, if they hear this, will not see me the same and may not speak to me the same. If after 22 years, my sexual orientation means more to them than who I am as a person, then that's their loss. It really is. I've thought about this for a long time and I've come to the conclusion that it's not about the lack of support from the people who don't understand. It's about the amount of love from the people that do. And I have so much love from my friends and my family and my sorority sisters and my coworkers and everybody who knows that I'm out and knows who I am as a person. They either don't care and it doesn't affect the way that they see me or it makes them love me more because I was able to be that vulnerable and real with them. So yeah, this is me, this is who I am and I don't apologize. I don't care what anyone has to say or what anyone thinks because at the end of the day, I'm still me. I still have a podcast. I still have a failing liver and I still have a long road ahead of me. 22 years is a long time to be hiding part of myself from the world. This is me, I am bisexual. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Trauma Bonding. In the description of this episode, I'll have links to different LGBTQIA rights organizations and a link to the LGBT National Help Center. I'll also have my message linked down below so that you guys can leave me messages, ideas, or thoughts on today's episode if you'd like. But until next time, I'll see you later.